Hey everyone, my name is Jared Taylor. Thanks for joining me again on the Slice of Healthcare podcast. Today I'm joined with Carm Huntress, the founder and chief innovation officer at RX Review. Carm, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing today? I mean, better now for the audience. Like, I don't make many mistakes on this, but it took me about four times to get it rolling with Carm today. So uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm excited to chat with you. Um, I think we should kick things off. If you could tell the audience a little bit more about your background and then we'll go from there. Yeah, I'm, you know, a serial entrepreneur. I've, I've really only spent my last 20 years of my career, you know, in early stage startup companies. I've worked in a ton of different industries from recruiting to voice technology to uh, print to web companies. I originally came out of the Boston area. Um, I kind of grew up in product and technology pretty, pretty heavily in the late 90s. Um, you know, even had a stint working in, in early data centers. So I've, I've really seen it all and have sort of a real depth of, of technology background. Um, and then about eight years ago, started this company here in Denver, Colorado. Um, and, you know, we've grown the company. I think we're about 70 people now. We've raised uh, three rounds of funding. Uh, we just did our Series C. So total in on the company is about 35 million. Um, and, and we're, you know, one of the largest, uh, we'll talk about it more, obviously, but one of the largest players in the cost transparency space um, in the US today. You're muted, Jer. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually, I'm from the Boston, uh, from the Boston area as well. Um, I did not know that about you. I did see your, I think your number in the, in the signature was a 617, but uh, really cool. It is. I, I could never give up that number. <laughs> what, what, what made you end up moving out to uh, the Colorado? Uh, just life. I've got some family here and uh, just lifestyle. It's such a wonderful city, 300 days of sunshine. And it's interesting because, you know, I think it's actually a great place to start a digital health company. And the reason is you, you know, to do these big deals with health systems or even payers, you know, you've got to fly and go visit them in person. And Denver is centrally located. You can get all over the country. You can do a lot of day trips very easily out of Denver. Um, not that we do much traveling <laughs> even, even now uh, after the pandemic, but you know, it's a great place to start and it's really built a healthy ecosystem of, of digital healthcare companies. So great, great place to live and work in, in my opinion. I've only, I've only had the opportunity to be out there once, but uh, I've heard a lot of great things. It's, it's huge for those of you that haven't been out there. That was my first uh, time, like really hopping on the scooters, getting around the whole town too. It seems like you have those scooters everywhere. So really cool. Um, yeah. Oh, awesome. Well, Let's let's dive into some more things now in terms of RX review. So let's let's go into. I'd appreciate if you went through basically the why, how, what three things I always like to focus on with guests, and then we'll talk more about uh, your place in the industry. Yeah. Well, the why is pretty straightforward. I mean, today the majority of uh, of doctors, I think, we're closing the gap, but most doctors today don't have uh, when they're ordering a drug uh, or any other service for a patient, they don't know the cost. And that is a huge issue. And, and so, you know, patients today go to the pharmacy and, and we hear this in the news all the time, right? Get hit with sticker shock um, and surprise billing and are really challenged to, to obviously cover the cost of, of their healthcare. Our company is focused on doing real-time transactions with your insurance provider to bring the cost um, and in, in the, the case of drugs, maybe lower cost drug options, mail order options, to the point of care when the doctor's making that ordering choice um, and prescribing you that drug. 
Uh, and and it's just a necessity. And when I started this eight years ago, I you know I it was I didn't realize how hard it was going to be. But you know I felt that like at some point in time, all doctors should have access to this type of data. We should live in a transparent healthcare system. And ultimately, that's what our company is focused on. And we think if we can get that data to doctors, they can make much better decisions for their patients and and really help their their quality of care and their outcomes. And the the majority of your your customers are. These, I think we mentioned it earlier in our kind of uh, just intro call together. Are these yeah. large payers and large health systems? Is that fair to say? Yeah, it's a two-sided market. So on the payer side, we can do pricing for about 150 million Americans today. We work with most of the large national payers to run these real-time transactions to say, hey, you know, if you're getting a prescription, what is that going to cost you? And then we pipe that data inside into the electronic health records. Um, so we work today with Epic, Cerner, and Athena, and we have about 200,000 doctors in our network. And we work with some of the best systems uh, in the U.S., you know, Cedars-Sinai, Mayo, uh, UPMC. Um, we just, our, our Series C was led by Providence Ventures, which is arguably the largest uh, health system in the U.S. Um, and so they work with us because they want their doctors to be able to have these, this cost data at the point of care. Um, and as I said, we work with about 200,000 doctors uh, today in the U.S. So, and we've we've grown that network very quickly over the last few years. Wow! Yeah, that's. Uh, by the way, congratulations on on getting uh, Providence as a as a, a backer. They're uh, they're terrific. That's that's one of the the VCs too because of the health system that they're tied in with. Um, can you talk more about what it means to have? A, an investor like a Providence, yeah. not obviously because they bring something. I know everyone likes to say this in the venture world, but they actually like uh, some of these other health systems that invest provide that additional value add. Can you, can you talk a little bit more about that? What you've seen? So yeah, far? I mean, it was we we brought in health system investors as far back as our Series A, and we have about I think seven now total that are health health system investors. And it, it, that was really purposeful. You know, we, we really set out and we knew the challenge was going to be how do we thoughtfully get this data and information to the provider at the right time when they're making this uh, very complex choice of, you know, what's the right prescription um, for the patient. And so uh, that really led to some tight partnerships and a lot of experimentation to figure out how to do this right and ultimately ending up inside the electronic health record at that point of ordering, which is where exactly where you want to be if you're going to bring in real-time pricing. And so that's really the partnership that was started with a lot of the, the large systems we work with. What's exciting with Providence is, you know, they have their own pharmacy services, they have their own pharmacies, they have their own specialty pharmacies, they have a very, very large dominant player, and there's a lot of innovation we can do with them, you know, not only at the point of care to make our systems more intelligent and help the help providers prescribe, um, you know, the best drug for a patient, but then, you know, really where we're headed is taking the friction out of the patient getting to that medication because there's so many challenges around prior authorization and administrative issues um, and ultimately fulfillment um, that, that Providence wants to do that we're trying to help streamline for them. So that was really the, where the partnership and the strategic investment came through, through Providence and we couldn't be, you know, happier to have them um, as a partner. They've been a customer for a long time, but, but now they're a strategic investor, which means a lot more to us. 
It's definitely great when you can have that that customer and also eventually bring someone in as a strategic investor, right? I think when you have that, that that's someone that's going to be super aligned with what you're trying to do um, continuously through the life of the company. So congrats on, uh, on, on getting them and, and working with these other health systems as well. I'm sure that's been a huge part of, uh, of your continued growth. I want to shift focus uh, quickly to uh, one of the big questions that you and I wanted to discuss on this podcast today. And that's why, why is being uh, at, at like the, basically the center of point of care, like such a, a powerful thing? Yeah, I mean, I think you know, we look at things a little bit differently. And this was some of our history where we, we tried to experiment in the consumer space. And, you know, there's been a huge investment in consumer driven healthcare and apps. And, you know, I think the last stat I read, there's like 10,000 consumer apps, but I think we can all feel like healthcare hasn't really changed that much. I mean, I think healthcare changed the most due to COVID sadly last year, but these apps really have not made, I think, a significant dent. And what we realized is that really being at the point of care and being at the point of order um, is really the most influential and most impactful place. I've always loved Atul Gawande's quote, you know, the most expensive medical device in healthcare is the doctor's pen um, because they order all the money of healthcare. Um, and, and if you can be there influencing and guiding their decisions to cost-effective care, um, you can make a, make a huge impact. And I think that's what we realized. And so we have this maniacal focus on getting into those ordering workflows and being part of those, those moments of decision for the provider, where we really felt we could influence um, you know, what, what ultimately the patient's going to pay and make it more cost-effective for them. And so I think that's really one of our secret sauce that we've gotten to the scale and have this influential um, place in, in the ordering workflow. And we really own that real estate and we, we think that's really valuable um, and we can make the biggest difference in healthcare by being there. So, so that's, that's something that's very unique about us, um, unlike a lot of consumer-driven healthcare uh, companies out there. Yeah, that's really interesting. That, um, the, way that, the way that you worded that too, it's, uh, I'm probably going to try to take that as our, our clip for, uh, for this conversation, little teaser for the audience. Uh, they'll, they'll be able to hear that. But let's, let's quickly, I guess, as we go to wrap things up, um, it's been it's been great talking with you here today and, and hearing more about uh, what you're doing. Uh, can you talk us through how you see the industry? You mentioned it a little bit, but how you see the industry evolving and let's go through your lens here. Yeah, I mean, I think we, we were really lucky in that we picked prescription drugs as kind of the first forte into transparency at the point of care. And, you know, that was mainly because prescriptions are less complex than sort of medical based care. Um, and we could, you know, sort of, there's only three major PBMs in the market, you know, there's not like 450 payers. And so we were able to consolidate the market relatively quickly and find a standard structured way to sort of do these transactions. And what's starting to happen now that we've built up this network, we've got all these payer and PBM relationships and the EHR and health system relationships is payers are starting to come to us and say, hey, we want to do everything. We want to do labs. We want to do imaging. We want to do um, referrals. We want to do absent care. And there's momentum in, in some of the standards bodies too to do this. So, you know, my excitement for the company is sitting here maybe a few years from now, and you know, we'll probably price about two billion dollars worth of, of drug spend um, in our network in this year. Maybe even some, maybe more like three, but but we'll see. Uh, it's going very fast right now. But my hope is we get to trillions of dollars. You know, I think this. 
you know, what I'm so excited about what Archery is doing is if we can be the transparency layer for all of healthcare in helping providers make the most cost-effective choice by bringing real-time payer data to the point of care, that's a tremendous opportunity. But really at the end of the day, the effect we can have on patients, um, I think is just gonna be tremendous. Um, and the whole healthcare system, um, because you can't, you know, as you look at healthcare, you can't really improve what you, you can't measure. And, and we're really becoming that ruler because we can look at what is the actual cost of this service or this prescription um, and say, here's some options that are less expensive. And so I think and hope we can have really a, a not only the impact we have today, but a much, much bigger impact over the next few years. Well, Carm, it's, uh, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the podcast today. I'm hoping we'll be able to have you come back again. Uh, and we can talk about the continued growth of, of the company and, and where you're at, as well as uh, anything else that you're, you're involved with uh, in the future. So thank you so much. Thanks, Jared. Thanks for having me on. Thank you to everyone that listened to this week's episode of the Slice of Healthcare podcast. If you'd like to check out more of our podcasts, we're available on all the major podcast channels. And you can check us out on our website, www.sliceofhealthcare.com. And that'll have all of our past guests on there. Uh, you can see our sponsors and you can learn more about actually becoming a guest. Thanks and look forward to another episode next week.